That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it is week seven. And I am live here from the city of brotherly love as we, America's team, spread some brotherly love all over Philly tonight. But if you're interested in getting your lineup set, you are at the right place. We got lots of fantasy friends to help you get things started. We got Brian Scott in for injuries as well. We're going to get your lineup set. It's week seven, and it's by Mageddon. It's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Being a football player, you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. Well, yep, thank God for that, because I'm in the city that doesn't seem to shower. Let's get things started. Welcome into the studio. Freddie, you didn't even you gotta get like in. I didn't hear the yeah or nothing. Like what's coming that? as soon as you introduce me? I'm waiting. So I got why, why are your face so close? I got Brian yeah. in. <laughs> I got Brian. Look, I gotta take Brian out. I got Brian in, not Justin. I got it all screwed up. It's because I'm in Philly. It just screws everything <laughs> up. See? See, I'm like the WWE uh, guy, the heel guy, coming in and talking trash about the city. All right, welcome, Fred, the Jester Reyes. Welcome. Yeah, the Jets are up. We're three and three. I'm up close and personal with all my fellas. Yeah, let's get this show started. I can see your nose hairs, bro. Back up. Oh, indeed. I'm in the PJs. I'm on a buy this week. I can't. I could smell the halitosis from here. Um, also, let's let's get it going with Greg OJ, the juice is loose mayor. Welcome into the studio. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Jason, be careful out there, bro. Don't want you saying anything wrong in Philly. The Philly streets is tough. Be careful. Yeah, no, I've been a good boy. We've had a great time here in Philly. You know, uh, BSing around. Uh, great food, great time. You know, people have actually been great, to be honest with you, so. No, just having a little fun. Let's also welcome into the studio Justin Jesus Herrera. Yeah, Philly really tests how many balls you really have as a fan over there. Because if you start to get really happy with those motherfuckers, I'll, out of nowhere, there's a beer bottle coming at your head. Whoa, whoa, what's that? <laughs> Even if they're winning, a beer bottle's coming at your way. But no, Jason will be fine out there, and hopefully the Eagles We'll uh, walk away with an L, and Jason will get out early because, bro, you don't want to be there if they get a W. And, then- yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm just letting them know too. I got my tanked up on. Let them know this little brisk out here isn't nothing to us, bro. We we ready for you today. All right, well, let's get things started. Go to tssfantasy.com. Look at our latest and greatest rankings on there. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double your deposit up to one hundred dollars. Also, go to Jazz Sportsbook. Lots of great uh, promos on there as well. And go to uh, looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion. Look no further than Pro-Am Belts. All right. Well, as I alluded to earlier, we got a paid medical expert 
in the building. He was already in. Let's bring him back in so we can get things out of get him out of here. Let's get the injury report from Brian Scott. <laughs> Oh, what's up, Philly man? That's my I lived there for two years. Did my grad my grad school then with Temple University. So good Love for you, it. Jay. Just be careful. Tough crowd, Ab- but hey, they, they treat them right if the they understand. They rep they understand. Yeah, listen, it's a hard nosed city that represents their teams well. I gotta respect that. How can I not respect <laughs> that? Right. It was nice going watching the Phillies at the bar the other night. I mean, it felt like the whole city was erupting. Um, so lots of good fun here for sure. Brian, welcome in, my friend. He's like, he's a paid medical professional. He don't need to be treated like this. My bad, bro. Got the intro <laughs> music. Now you're in. My fault. Let's bring in the injury report, my friend. Well, you certainly shouldn't have to wake up to Freddie's face plastered up against the camera lens. I don't know what happened there, Fred, but thanks for straightening it out and getting it back to the right Zoom. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. So lots going on with the injury list this week, but uh, a lot of late news too, man. So, uh, Justin, we'll start at the quarterback position. Justin Fields, he's obviously out with this dislocated thumb. thumb but uh, they recently said that he's not going to need surgery, which is kind of surprising. I'm not so sure that that really um, is going to be uh, guaranteed still at this point. We'll have to see how he rehabs from this. But I think he's going to miss at least a few weeks uh, until he can get some of that grip strength back. He might have to even play with some type of brace or protective taping on that if he does make a return in any short time. Um, Daniel Jones, he's listed as questionable. I don't see him participating this weekend, uh, coming off this neck injury. Tyrod Taylor should get the start there. I don't think they're going to risk him out there, um, possibly getting paralyzed with that horrendous offensive line play. So they'll probably sit him out another week. I'm not sure if that's even fantasy relevant anymore with that freaking team. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, with this bruised rotator cuff, which is more likely a partial tear is listed as questionable, but they're saying he's going to play. And I think he will. He was throwing the ball the other day at practice. He looked pretty good. I didn't see any major issues there. Uh, Jimmy G, as we all know, is out with his uh, back injury, but apparently dodged a major bullet because they thought he might've damaged one of his uh, internal organs originally, which is why they rushed him to the hospital. But, uh, caution to you guys out there because Jimmy G, when he gets hurt, it usually comes in pairs. So I don't think this is the last of it. We've probably got something else ha- about to be, uh, injured soon too. Um, running back position. We got Christian McCaffrey with a rib slash oblique injury. I think he will be playing given the extra day of rest. He was actually out of practice yesterday and looked pretty good. Um, so he's listed officially as questionable. David Montgomery, the, the whole freaking Detroit Lions running back position here is next up on the list. Uh, you got David Montgomery, who's going to be out with his rib injury. You got Jameer Gibbs, who's coming back from his hamstring injury after missing a, a couple weeks. And I do think he'll get the bulk of the carries today because Craig Reynolds is coming back um, and listed as questionable with a hamstring injury, but is expected to play. He's probably more of a backup role there. Um, speaking of hamstrings, Aaron Jones uh, is listed as questionable, but he is slated to play. And he's been saying all week that he feels really good and feels back to 100%. And this is after having missed a few weeks, coming back, re-injuring it, and then setting out another week. So um, he should be uh, ready to go after a bye week last week. So um, he should be out there. Rashawn Johnson is out uh, with concussion protocol. He hasn't even practiced since week five. So he's likely got some type of post-concussion 
concussive syndrome, which is not good. Uh, let's keep an eye on what, what goes on with him. And meanwhile, Jeff Wilson has been officially activated off IR, which we were waiting for. Took a couple weeks, but he's uh, now officially available. So there you go, Jay. Adding to the wide receiver position, he will have to go up against uh, Devonta Smith, who uh, has been taken off the injury report with his little hamstring injury. So he should be playing. Uh, sorry, Justin. Debo Samuel was a no-show uh, during the media portion of practice yesterday, so I'm not sure what's going on with him. It sounded like he... They thought it was pretty mild, but then he was kind of quoted as saying that it felt really bad uh, a couple of days ago and was describing what sounded like what he was a stinger type injury, which is a brachial plexus injury, which is a nerve type injury. So usually those are pretty quick recovery. But the fact that he hasn't been out there is a little bit alarming. So I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, yeah. So they said it was a fracture in his shoulder is what it was. And they're already calling for him to be out for two weeks at the minimum. Okay, well, that's all news to me, man. I'm not sure what he broke, but uh, interesting. I'll have to do some more research and get back to you guys on that maybe later. Um, what are we paying you for? You need to have these things. Well, I am based on the East Coast. Uh, Justin is out there on the West Coast. He's got a little bit more contacts than I do on the West Coast. I'm on so the I'll East have Coast. to defer to I'm him on, on this one. I'll have he's to in Maryland, but that's okay. I'm in Maryland, but it's all right. Uh, well, you know, but he's a San Francisco I'm guy. I'm plugged in. He's, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, uh, Johnson came off uh, IR officially, but with the move, uh, tight end Pat Fryermuth got placed on IR after tweaking his hamstring and re-injuring it during practice this week. So that's a big loss there. He'll be out minimum four games. And then uh, speaking of hamstrings, Greg Dulcich has been uh, – found himself on the injured list once again with another injury to his same hamstring that's been dealing with on two other occasions. I have a feeling he might end up on IR again, uh, but we'll have to see what happens. I don't think he's playing this weekend. Nice. And I'm sorry, I know you mentioned it, but let me just touch on that one more time. It is Jameer Gibbs a go today. Yeah, yeah, he should be playing. Okay, just wanted yeah. to double check on that one just because Craig Reynolds to me is interesting. You know, if, you know, of course, all those backs are out. He'd be an interesting play. Yes, Greg, my bad. Um, Brian, what about Kareem Hunt? Because I know he's dealing with a thigh injury all week. Do you heard anything new about him? Haven't heard anything on Kareem Hunt. Um, haven't even been asked about him. So it must be pretty minor. I haven't seen much in the headlines about it either, unless you guys got some more info on that well, one too. I just read that he's gonna it's gonna be like a pre um, you know, a game time decision. He gotta warm up to see how the thigh feels. So did he practice this week? Um, I don't think he did. I think he was limited. I'll limited, double yeah. check. But it I sounds think to me like he'll probably be available. Usually when you hear these, you know, he's a veteran too. So uh, th this point of the season, the practice isn't really that important. It's more about uh, getting in the film room and learning the offense and defensive plays. Uh, physically being ready to go for Sunday is not as huge a deal when you're talking about a guy like Kareem Hunt has been in the league with a questionable thigh injury thing. When they say game time decision, it usually means uh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is his chance to uh, yeah. to make a mark, obviously, as well. So, you know, yeah. with yeah, um, with Chubb out and, you know, <laughs> that, I know that's why he's asking that. He wants to know for himself is what he wants to know. <laughs> all right, bye. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, let everyone know where they could follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend. Yeah, uh, on Twitter at Injured List Pod, as you see down below. And then uh, the InjuredList.com, myself and Andrew LaDuke have our Inside the Medical Tent weekly blog that we put out. 
and you guys can subscribe to that for a small nominal fee and you can cancel any time. A wealth of information there um, with the likes of uh, Justin Herrera providing last minute updates from Maryland about West Coast teams. So, yeah, you get a little bit more detail. You get a little bit more detail, but uh, you get also some strategy from LeDuc on the side. So uh, well worth the uh, investment. Uh, we work as a team here at TSS. Right. The T stands for team. All right, we appreciate <laughs> you. Brian, we'll see you uh, next week, and I hope you have a good one. All right. uh, good luck today. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. All right, let's get to the weather report. It's time for the weather report. Well, it is a little chilly here in Philly, but no big deal for us here. But dome games today, if you're worried about your kickers, here's ones you don't have to worry about. Browns at Colts and Steelers at the Rams, 49ers at the Vikings. So everyone's good there. Now, there is some weather-impacted games today. Falcons out the Bucks. Mostly cloudy, 82 degrees, wind 6 miles an hour. That's not one of them. Raiders at the Bears, partly cloudy, 53 degrees, winds are 7 miles an hour. Not too shabby there. Commanders at the Giants, mostly cloudy, it's 55 degrees. Now the difference, however, winds are up to 18 miles an hour. So a big difference for your kickers today in that particular matchup. And the pass throwers, you just want to make sure you check those conditions out. Lions at the Ravens. It's actually clear skies today, 58 degrees, but they also uh, call for a big windy day there at eight winds at calling for 18 miles an hour winds as well. So um, big windy days uh, for those two games. So just make sure I know a lot of you have Justin Tucker um, in that matchup. So just make sure you're looking out for that. Bills at Patriots, slight chance of rain, um, 54 degrees, winds 13 miles an hour. Cardinals at the Seahawks, slight chance of rain, 57 degrees, winds are five miles an hour. Chargers at the Chiefs, slight chance of thunderstorms calls for 70 degrees, winds are 13 miles an hour. Packers at the Broncos, clear sky, 76 degrees, winds are 9 miles an hour. And America's team is here in Philadelphia, clear skies, 53 degrees, a little windy tonight though, winds at 13 miles an hour. So I'm going to be a little nipply while we're sitting, I saw the local weather report. They uh, said it's going to be probably feel like the 40s while you're out there at the game tonight. So a little chilly for my booty, but, you know, whatever it is. You want to wear the tank is. top tonight? You want to wear the tank top? I'm going to have it underneath underneath the uh, underneath the sweater, you know. Okay. So I, you know, <laughs> I don't know how much the tank top will be shown, but we'll see. We'll see. If, it, if, I start, if we start getting up a little bit, I might start feeling a little, little loose, but, you know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, let's get things. Speaking of getting things fired up, let's bring in Maddie Daddy for week seven locks of the week. Oh, yeah. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, Maddie yeah. here with three locks for week seven. With so many players on buys, there's so many, much opportunity at positions for streamers and for flexes to take control of their destiny. And here's three guys I think you should be targeting and starting. Week seven. At quarterback, Geno Smith. We're talking Ooh, about the yeah. 23 on the season. 13.9 points per game. Ah, that's not a QB 12 finish like he had last year. But you're looking at a guy who's been consistent. The only thing missing is touchdowns. Only one a game compared to two last year. After playing five stout pass defenses this week, he gets Arizona, which is bottom of the barrel. 
allowing fifth most points to quarterback. I expect a top 12 finish for Geno. I'd be starting him over Russ versus Green Bay, Baker versus Hotlanta, and Cousins versus San Francisco. Get Geno Smith in your lineup and reap the rewards. Top 12 finish for week seven. Running back, Brian Robinson. Many, 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 many wish death on me. We're talking a high-end RB2 for this week. Washington gets the Giants. We're talking a bottom five run defense. Six running backs in six weeks have put up at least 14 points per game versus the G-Men. I expect a big game from Brian Robinson. He gets the volume, and now he's got the matchup to produce as high-end RB2 potential for Week 7. At receiver, I'm willing to roll the dice on Rasheed Rice. He gets the Chargers this week. We're talking about a team that's allowing the most fantasy points to the receiver position. We saw Rice produce last week, four for 72. This guy's had double-digit points in four of the last six games. Guys, when he is on the field, he is getting targeted. We're talking a 31% target share when on the field. This guy is consistently shining. I'm willing to roll the dice on Rasheed Weiss as a low-end wide receiver two with upside for week seven. Those are your three locks. Geno Smith, Brian Robinson, Rasheed Weiss. So many players on by. These guys can help your lineups for week seven. Maddie, back to you. Whoa! Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Oh, it is true. Colts Martin, my friend, good morning to you. Appreciate you joining us. Better late than never. That's what I always say, right? Brian says Jason wears long sleeve shirts under short sleeve shirts under long sleeve shirts. He is cool. <laughs> <as> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. I appreciate that. And we got a injury update. Kareem Hunt, he did not practice Wednesday, however, limited on Thursday and Friday after a late addition, so expect him to play today, says Bry. All right, well, uh, our boy Maddie got us fired up. Let's get in some ultimate DFS lineup. My final meeting with the gods from the heavens above as they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior. Ah, you can feel it, dude. All right, let's look at last week's numbers here as I get things pulled up. Let's look at Justin first. Justin Fields coming in at last week. So he kind of really did you in a little bit as far as what this team could have been with Cooper Cup doing some great things. Adam Thielen, a huge get for you. And Kamara, obviously, was a nice big pickup as well. Jordan Thomas here with a little bit of unfortunate with the Brock Purdy kind of rode with uh, the 49ers, but uh, look, you know, McCaffrey with the injury um, and Purdy just struggling a little bit in that matchup, but got Adam Thielen with the big get there, Drake London um, as well. Um, and Zach Moss obviously played out for him as well, but look, we, hey, look at this guy. <laughs> look at hey, what a bing. That's what you talk about when you, t- oh, I kind of messed up with the tight end, but we all did last week. Um, but like the uh, QB matched up last week, talked about Dak Prescott a lot. Um, obviously, that matchup was really good. Um, Mozart, you know, come on, man. You got to start Mozart every week, bro. You got to get him in your lineups. He is money when it matters. And the receivers just kind of some guys that played well, got in the end zone. Um, you know, nothing, not huge days, but good enough to get us going. 
All right, Jordan, let's start with you then, my friend. Or excuse me, Justin, let's start with you. Let's start with yours, um, your ultimate DFS lineup. Oh, I'll do Jordan's too. Um, so I want Jordan Love on this one. It's an easy move. Denver has just been terrible against every position play. Like quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver. And I thought it was just the Miami game, but no, it's just Denver, man. They just they've been terrible. So Following into that, I'm going to go with Aaron Jones and Romeo Dobbs. I love the stack. I want to get as much Packers as possible. This is going to be a game that's going to reawaken a lot of players. Then at running back, I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker. It's a steal getting him at $7,000 because, goddamn, Arizona has given up nine touchdowns this entire season. Four of them was to my boy Christian McCaffrey. But they have been terrible against the running back position, um, and I've I will think that will continue today. Then we got Jacoby Myers, been one of my guys since the very beginning of the season. He's been outplaying Devontae Adams. It's been pretty apparent that, you know, they go short game and he is the short game guy. George Pickens against the Rams, love that play, even though Deontay Johnson is supposed to be back. I think Pickens is really clearly at this point looking like the alpha on this team, and he's going to prove it against that Rams squad dk metcalf um i just i love the matchup with the cardinals dk needs to kind of get himself right and these are one of those games that you get yourself right along with geno smith and then finally i got higby going against the uh the steelers steelers have been terrible against receivers and the browns going against the colts browns shut down the 49ers man that was that was a tough lost to swallow but at the end of the day they shut them down and the Colts are nowhere near the 49ers I have nothing but to expect the same result in this game so I think the Browns are going to do it again I like it I like it well there's Jordan's in case you wanted to do it but there's his lineup (laughs) see I like his lineup because I like Sam Howell Sam Howell's a great play against the Giants this week Keontae Ingram Gus Edwards I I think he kind of skimps there, but I understand because he went and got Cooper. I'm automatic cut over there. Tyreek Hill going to have himself a, probably a big game this week, too, against that very weak secondary of the Eagles. And then DJ Moore, uh, I think maybe this is maybe something that will possibly depend on if Tyson Badgett does any good. He liked my boy DK Metcalf as well. Michael Mayer is one of the guys I really love at tight end position because – under $3,000, you're going against a bad Bears team, and they just got you loaded up on your best game of the year. You don't think they're going to bounce off that and keep going with you? Yeah, right. Um, and then, once again, he went with the Browns just like me because he's a smart man, and he knows what's working right now and keep working with it. So I love what he did here at this lineup. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, I actually like what he did as well. Got a uh, Debo injury update. Poorly has a hairline fracture somewhere within his shoulder with uh, week nine by. They're going to sit him until week 10 and then reevaluate him from that point on, which makes sense. Don't want to rush him back um, on a Super Bowl contending team, which doesn't make much sense. All right, well, here's my um, ultimate DFS lineup. Um, I agree with you. I like the Seahawks-Arizona matchup for fantasy purposes. Um, Not a lot of great defenses going on in this matchup. Um, Geno Smith, to me, of course, is a great play um, against Arizona. Really struggled against fantasy uh, quarterbacks, 27th in the league. 
Josh Jacobs, you gotta like the Raiders against the Bears. You just talked about them, how bad that defense is. We we know the woes there. Aaron Jones going back to that Packers Broncos matchup. Just Justin alluded to earlier, a defense is just bad. Brandon Ayuk, as we just mentioned, Debo Samuel on the bench. So where do you go? You have a, a number two receiver, and now you're number one. I think that's a great value for him. Uh, Christian Watson, again, going back to the Denver matchup, and Mike Wilson going back to the um, Arizona and Seahawks matchup. As you can see, obviously, Tyler Lockett. I like that game a lot, obviously, for fantasy. I got Tyler Lockett in my flex uh, just to get that combo going. And going back to that Raiders D, I know um, had a little talk with Fantasy Jesus this week, and you know he definitely let me know last week about this Raiders defense, and it's been on and popping for this Raiders D. I did put Taysom Hill, so I am the dumbass of the week for doing a Thursday guy. That is my fault. I did, in fairness, however, I had a lot of prep for getting to this Eagles game, so that is definitely my fault. So my bad on that, guys. All right, looks like Mikey Betts might have stood us up this week, but that's no problem because you know why? We got somebody that comes in every week, and they're not, not maybe they're not the best picks. No, I'm just kidding. They're always good picks from Eric, but the best thing about them is that they're homegrown, baby. Let's check out the homegrown prop bets of the week. Welcome back to Homegrown Props. We're outside tonight. I literally, I, I can't do the segment in the studio. We went 4-0 last week. The boys are having a bit of a bit of a party in there. It was a beautiful thing. ATM Thielen, I mean, what a joke. 11 catches last week. We got our seven yards from Cam Akers before he limped off the field or whatever. Bijan, five catches, piece of cake. And then our boy, Boye Mafe, comes through with the solo sack in the late slate. Not bad. Not bad at all. What are we cropping up this week? You can do it! Lamar Jackson. The Lions don't know nothing about Lamar Jackson. They saw him once in 2021. And here's the thing. The first time you play Lamar Jackson, you have no fucking idea what you're getting into. Lamar, over 54 and a half rush yards, minus 110, piece of cake. Luke Musgrave, ignore all the other times I told you it was Luke Musgrave. This is the time. This is Luke Musgrave's moment. He had the bye week. We've worked him into the game plan. He's going to have 40 yards, and we're going to get plus 110 in our pocket for that. Speaking of, we had the wrong Dale. It's Rondale. Fuck Wandale. It's Rondale. Rondale Moore over 39 and a half yards, plus 190. He's playing Seattle. He plays Seattle well. He's had like 8, 11. He's had some big games against Seattle, and he's going to have another one. And then we got to have a sack, right? Can't have homegrown props with no sack. We're going to take one of those uh, name brands this week. Aiden Hutchinson have a sack plus 110. I feel like he's going to get that. I mean, Lamar, for all his running around, he takes a few sacks. And this Hutchinson kid does not quit. He has one of these, uh, what John Madden once called a motor. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Best of luck with your bets this week. And uh, we'll have another party. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen him. 
Hey, hey, guys, guys, guys. What's up, Eric? Appreciate you. Don't forget, stick and stay here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation channel. Check out Eric and the boys on Wake and Rate coming up right after this. All right, guys. All right, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to find Mikey Betts. It's, it's one in five his season. No Herbert, no Fields. We don't know what happened to Mikey Betts. I am truly worried for this guy. Please I, reach out to Mikey Betts fans. We need to find him. Yeah, it's the barstool <laughs> thing. Like, he's a barstool guy now. So like he comes, he's like, I'll come when, I, when I'm ready. You know, he's one of those guys. All right, that's Fred's okay, over here saying we need a wellness check over here. Can somebody get a wellness? Fred, the Browns, have been, the Bears have been bad forever. Mikey's Mikey's hardened by this terribleness that the Browns are. He, he, he doesn't sweat him anymore. He's got an iron lung to the Bears at this point. All right, let's get things going with the Sunday picks. We're on a mission. We're on a mission, guys. All right, well, let's check out what happened last week, if we will. Look at somebody else's on the bottom here and a couple of us on top. Yeesh. Nothing a big deal, however. Um, you know, it's 11 and 4, 10 and 5 are pretty damn good um, from the week we had previous. Jeez, oh, please. Now, let's look at the way that shapes things out. Greg's still at the bottom. Um, however, Fred and me are in the middle, and Justin and Jordan still at the position. So it is what it is right now. One game. That's all it takes. <laughs> One game. That's true. It's that's true. Well, let's get to let's talk about those games. Let's get to the Falcons at the Bucks. The Bucks lead the series. 30 to 29. The Bucks have won five out of the last six. They split the series last year. Falcons won 30 to 17, and the Bucks won 21 to 15. The over under is 37 and a half. The Bucks are favored by two and a half. Fred, who are you liking this one? Um, I'm going with I'm going with the Bucks. Uh intriguing game. NFC South, bad division, but hey, uh, they're both fighting for their first place. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the Bucks. I just think they're just the better team right now at home. All right, I like it. Uh, Greg, who do you like? The, the team I trust more, and that's the Bucks, man. I trust that team better. Their, their defense is better. They're surprisingly have a better coach. And Baker is playing decent football, so I'm going to go with the Bucks. All right, Justin, what do you say? Justin, yeah, stretch. I think last week was a kick in the ass for them. Oh, yeah, man. You got to get that stretch in, man. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks on this one, man. Desmond Ritter, his his ability to see the field did not look good last week. I mean, three interceptions in the same game. They borderline took him out for Tyler Heineke. I don't know if that's going to happen this week, but I know that the Bucks are going to win this game. All right. Something well, count me in as the lone wolf to start things off. I like the Falcons. One thing you guys aren't pointing out is how well their defense has played. The Falcons got a pretty good defense, and I just don't believe in Baker Mayfield, quite frankly. So, and this Bucks offense continues to struggle. I like the Falcons to pull the upset here um, in this matchup. And Jordan um, is light along with you guys. Raiders at the Bears. This series is tied eight to eight. Believe it or not. Bears won uh, their last matchup in 2021, 20-9. Um, the over-under is 37-and-a-half. The Raver Raiders sorry, are favored by 2-and-a-half. Greg, who do you like in this one? 
Man, if the if the Bears were healthy, I would have went with the Bears on this one. But the Raiders are more healthy, <laughs> and Brian Horace quarterback is. So I trust the Raiders more in this one. So I'm going with the Raiders. All right, Justin, what say you? Yeah, I got to go with the Raiders because the Raiders are better everywhere. The one thing, like Greg said, the quarterback would have been a deciding factor because I think Justin Fields could have pulled this game out. But no Justin Fields, no dice for me. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Fred, what do you say, my friend? Uh, I had to go away. grab my hammer real quick. <laughs> We're putting that bitch down. I'm going with the Raiders. Uh, Raiders actually six, seven games into the se- six games into the season. They're still fighting for a playoff spot. So, like I said, the Bears are just bad right now. Let's go Raiders. Get, get that thing out, baby. We all go on Raiders. Like like Justin alluded to, Justin Fields make this makes this a game. If no Justin Fields, there is no game. Raiders all the way today in this one. Browns at the Colts. Um, Browns lead the series 18 to 17. Browns last one in 2020, 32 to 23. The over under is 40 and a half. The Browns are favored by three and a half. Justin, who do you like? Uh, I like the Browns. I think it's going to be actually a decently close game. Here's the problem, though. I think the Browns played their minds out last week. And I think that there's always a drop-off when you do that. I don't think it's going to drop off in the way of an L, but I do think it's going to drop off in the way of a performance. I think, you know, the Colts are going to get in the end zone. Maybe Jonathan Taylor finds it this week. I don't like Gardner Minshew, but I do like the Browns. Justin's like, they beat my team. They played out of their minds. What do you say, (laughs) Oh, man. You all know it. You all know it. I know. I know. Um, you know, I don't. I, I, I kind of like the Colts a little bit because of my son, but the Browns are going to win because defensively they're just stout, um, and and they don't have to worry about Anthony Richardson running around. So let's go, with Browns. Nice, I like it, Greg. Who you like? That Browns defense is nasty, mm. and then you got Deshaun coming back this week. That offense is going to be clicking a little more. Hopefully, Kareem Hunt plays this week. So that's what I'm hoping for. But I got the Browns on this one. Brian gave his uh, seal of approval on that one. Um, I don't know. So from, from different what, stuff with Kareem, so I'm nervous. From what I saw, somebody here is. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to check your picture? Right, you got the calls, bro. You, you, you no, I'm look looking. At, I'm looking at it right now. It says Brian. Right. Let me look. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. Jason I'm just gonna be messing up, man. Listen, <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Right I'm now. looking at it right now because I'm looking at my picks. It does say Browns. Yeah, all right. I'll give it to you. My bad on that one. I yeah, I definitely. That's why I'm a lot because he's he all these picks. I got a lot to do this. <laughs> Everybody's going their off. picks. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder who's keeping the records. All right, no. Yeah, Commanders man. at the Giants. Uh, get to the next one. Giants lead the series 106, 71, and five. Giants won uh, 20 to 12 um, last year, and they tied 20 to 20. Um, the, uh, the over-under in this one's 37 and a half. Commanders are favored by three. Freddie, who do you like? I like the underdog pick of the week, the Giants, baby. Because the reason is the, the commanders sometimes downplay to the level of their opponent. And they just mess up sometimes. I think the Giants have to win. I, I think Daniel Jones is playing today, which will not really make a difference. But uh, it is at home, so I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, no Daniel Jones today. No, no W. Matter. Let's see. Okay, what do you say? Who do you like? 
<laughs> this is the pick that puts Freddie back in last. Yep. We should, yep. <laughs> <This is> the, <laughs> it should be a hammer, so Fred, but it's not. All over the Giants today. Like the Giants have nothing, nothing, Freddie, nothing. So I'm, I'm called with Commander. Justin? Yeah, so I, I think that Tyrod Taylor actually ups their chances, but it still doesn't up it to a point where they're going to win this game. Commanders all the way. I mean, do, we, do I even have to say it? I mean, it should have been a hammer, but Fred's our lone wolf, Tyrod Taylor. It almost beat the Bills. That's all my analysis for that one. Tyrod Taylor. Mm-mm-mm. That's it. We're done. All right, mind. let's get on to the next one. Lions at the Ravens. Ravens lead the series five to one. The Ravens have won four in a row in 2021. They were one 19 to 17. The over-under is 43 and a half. The Ravens are favored by three. Greg, who you like? Man, this was a tough one. It's a good game, man. This was so tough because the Lions look so good. But I went with the Ravens, man. I just feel like this is the game where the offense starts to really click and get it together. Because you see Lamar shows the flashes. He's been running. He's been passing. I love Zay Flowers in this matchup. I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. Justin, who you like? Yeah, I don't think the Lions have truly been tested just yet. And I think the Ravens are going to test them on all ends, special teams, defense, offense. We're going to see what the Lions are made of. I'm going to go with the veteran team, the veteran savvy, the Ravens. Fred, how about you? Um, I went with the Ravens. They're playing in 18-mile-power weather. They're going to need to run the ball. They're playing at home. And the backfield for Chicago uh, is for Detroit's a little bit banged up. So I'm going with the Ravens. Well, Baltimore fans, you're fucked. (laughs) Detroit will be winning today. Just having fun. I like the Lions in this matchup um, just because they've been playing so well. Like you said, this is a toss up game. I just the Ravens are kind of up and down, um, uh, you know, the way they look. They've looked great some games, other games they look pretty average. So, um, you know, I just like the way the Lions have played thus far this season. Um, Justin, if you're up next, go first, but we got a question first. Um, this is from Shaka. He'd like to know, would you guys trade Sutton and Kyron for Godwin and Gabe Davis as PPR and ease receivers today? Bad, he says. What do you say? Oh, yeah, I would do that all day long. If you got somebody who's willing to take a guy on the IR, yeah, I would do that all day long. Well, I mean, what's the point of having Kyron Williams on your team? He's going to be out for four weeks. You need wide receivers bad, and somebody's willing to give you Godwin and Gabe Davis, go grab it. Gabe Davis has been playing beyond expectations this year. Godwin, you know it's going to kick in at some point. Yeah, go get him. You're in the chunk of your fantasy season, too, so, yeah, I definitely would jump on that, especially if you're needing – uh, receivers. All right, let's get on to the next matchup, the AFC East matchup. Bills at the Patriots. Patriots lead the series 77-49 and 1. Bills have won four in a row. Last year 35-23 and 24 to 10. Over/under is 40 and a half. Bills are favored by 7 and a half. Justin, who do you like? Wait, 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 Fred. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 Fred. Let's do it all together. Put it down, boys. <laughs> Put it down. One, two, three. 
Boom. Put it down. Easy breezy. <laughs> the, the Patriots are absolute garbage. Um, yeah. And the Bills are not, quite frankly. So, I mean, that's pretty, pretty easy to analyze there. All right. Well, right before we get to our four o'clock games, we got a small little break. We're going to look at the Dingus Pick of the Week for Week 7. Let's check it out. This is the Dingus Dingus Pick of the Week with your host. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we have a letter from our special friend, Justin H., in Texas. Because people still write handwritten letters nowadays, so this bit totally works. Dear Fox, I hope this reaches you in time. My week seven roster looks rough and I don't know what to do. I sent a picture of it. Please help. P.S. I also sent a pic of my mom because she asked me to. I haven't seen it, but she says it shows her good side. <laughs> well, glow Justin's mom. Oh, Justin, that roster though. <laughs> well, Justin, you're right. There are six teams on the bye this week. And while there are only three possible starters out at QB, with four to five viable running backs and eight to ten wide receivers, you may be forced into some tough choices. Hopefully one isn't Rashad White. He's got one touchdown this season and sits at RB24 in fantasy points. He's had one game over 11 points and faces Atlanta's defense that allows less than 100 yards per game. Even worse is Baltimore's running back room. Gus Edwards and Justice Hill have one touchdown each since week one. They have one game above 13 points each since week one, and they face Detroit's number one rushing defense that allows less than 65 yards per game. And I shouldn't have to tell you not to play Denver wide receivers this week. Judy and Mims have just one touchdown between them all year, and they face Packers' number two defense. Or not to play Indiana wide receivers against Cleveland's number one pass defense. Or Steelers running backs against, well, <laughs> anyone. Anyway, Justin, this week will be rough for a lot of people, but not so rough for those that listen to what the Fox says. Every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. on That Effin' Morning After Show with the Adam Holtz, live on the Fantasy Sports Corporation channel. You can even call in, but we can talk about that more over breakfast, Justin. It's time for me to see how much a flight to Texas costs. We'll see you soon. Have a great week, everyone. This has been the Ding Ding Dingus Pick of the Week with your host, Chris Fox. Make sure you check out that FM Morning After Show on Tuesdays right here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Lots of great stuff from Chris Fox for sure. All right, let's get to the rest of our four o'clock games. Finish this puppy out. Uh, we got the Steelers, sorry, the Cardinals at the Seahawks. Cardinals lead the series 25-22-1. and one. The Seahawks have won three in a row last year, 31-21 and 19-9. The over-under, 44.5. Seahawks favored by 8.5. Who do you like, Fred? Seahawks. Cardinals are terrible, terrible, terrible. They're going for uh, the quarterback and the number one pick. Quarterback <laughs> and the number one pick. I like it. Greg? I agree with Fred, man. Seahawks all day. I know DK is a um, game time decision to play today, but um, I still see the Seahawks running away with this. Kenneth Walker has been beasting all year. So, not, you know, more of the same this week. So, Seahawks. That was another reason I had uh, Mr. Lockett right there in that flex spot, just in case in a nice stack where Gino for that DFS. Um, Justin, what do you say? 
It's time, boys, to put the hammer down one more time. Let's do it. One, two, three. Boom. Fred, Fred late to the party. Mark it down. Seahawks all day. This one's a no-brainer, I think, for sure. I don't know if it's their last, last hammer, though, Justin. Um, let's go to the Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs lead the series 67-58-1. Chiefs have won three in a row, 30-27 to and 27-24 to last year. Over-unders 47.5. The Chiefs are favored by 5.5. Uh, excuse me, Greg, who are you liking this one? Um, I went with the Chiefs, man. I know this is, this is a division game. It's going to be tough, but that secondary for, for um, San Diego is, is not up to par. So I'm going with the, the Chiefs and Mahomes to have finally have that big fantasy game we've been waiting for. That's because they I don't like San Diego no more. I like it. Justin, what about you? Yeah, Los Angeles. Uh, so I'm actually big on the Chargers this week. You know, Justin Herbert seems to be the only person in the AFC West that incites fear into the Chiefs. Uh, he's two and four against them, so you know, one game off of three or off of five hundred. And every single time he goes out there, he performs uh, on a fantasy basis. He actually performs five points above his league average against the Chiefs. So, you know, every time he goes out there, he's almost guaranteed 28 points. That's great. I think the Chargers kind of get over this. They And the Chiefs, let's face it, they have not looked like a world champion team. They just have not all offensively, for sure. The defense has stepped up uh, nice for them yeah, this year. Uh, Fred, what do you say? Oh, wow, good game. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs, of course. The, even though I'm a little bit scared about the Chargers, is if the Chargers fall to 2-4, and four, the Chiefs 6-1, and one, that's really tough a hill to climb back into. But uh, I'm still going to go with the Chiefs because they are the Chiefs. Well, Justin, get ready, my friend. You know what time it is. Owl at the moon if you want to. You are the lone wolf. Actually, you went Chargers last week. Um, as the lone wolf as well. So uh, once again, calling up his animal spirits for a Chargers <laughs> W today. I've been doing a lot of this lone wolfing. That's kind of what's put me behind here. I've been trying to take <laughs> advantage of some shit. <laughs> some bad picks. Listen, you, you can't win if you don't take some chances. Uh, Steelers at the Rams. Um, Rams lead the series 15-10-2. The Steelers have won four in a row in this one. Um, the Steelers last one in 2019, 17 to 12. Over unders 43 and a half. Rams favored by three. Justin, who you like? Make that five in a row, baby. I love the Steelers in this matchup. Getting back at it. Hopefully they throw Jalen Warren in there because I have him in a couple lineups. Hopefully they throw him out there because he looks like the better back. We get Kenny Pickett at full health. We get uh, Deontay Johnson coming back. Pat Fryermoose gone, but maybe we'll get to see Darnell Washington out there. Love what the um, Steelers going to be doing. Fred, who you like? Rams. Rams are at home. They've been playing pretty good. I like their offense. Uh, sometimes the Steelers just cannot produce points, and, and and the Rams do. So I'm going Rams. Greg? The Rams have been good this year. That's that's the thing, man. That defense, Donald looks like Aaron Donald. Stafford is healthy. You got cut back. You got Pikachu on the other side. That's what I call him. But – Listen, Rams all day. Get the hammer out again. We all like the Rams in this no, one. No, we don't. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. I picked the, the, pick the Steelers. <laughs> you did? Give me that lone wolf. Give me that lone wolf. I did, yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, going to the chat. <laughs> going to the chat. You're 0 for 2 this week. 
You were just talking this whole time and picked the Steelers, and I didn't even notice. Holy <laughs> Jason, what have you been partaking in Philly? Is it really, dude? <laughs> I don't they know. Different out there. Right. Right. The bad thing is, the bad right. thing is, he said, "Can y'all put in your picks early this week?" Like, right. hey man, a lot to do. A lot to do. Give it to him. Give it to him. That's but low risk on this one. Get that great job. good up there, boy. Great job, great job. All right, let's go on the uh, Packers at the Broncos series tied seven, seven and one. Um, Packers last one 2019, 27 to 16. The over under is 45. Packers are favored by one and a half. Fred, who you like? I like to bring out my hammer because I think there's gonna be Packers all day. Definitely. Wait, we don't know because Jason Man messed up the pick. So let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fair. Greg, who you like? Packers. <laughs> Justin. Packers. Put your fucking hammer up because I. I actually didn't mess this up, and I'm actually going to go for the Broncos in this. I'm going to loan this. I think the Broncos bounce back. (laughs) Packers haven't played all that great neither, quite frankly, so I'm not all that impressed with them. Um, I think the Broncos get off their little uh, whatever they're on, and I think they bounce back this week. All right, let's get to the game of the day, of the year, of the night. America's team is here in Philly, where the commissions, the Dolphins lead the series nine to six. The Dolphins have won two in a row. Last time was in 2019. They won 37 to 31. The over under is 51 and a half, and the Eagles are favored by three. Greg, who you like? You know who the hell I picked. I did not pick the damn Dolphins. I think Philly's pissed off after losing to the Jets next week, and they're going to take it out on Miami. Two is not going to make it out of the game this week. Eagles all day. Justin, who you like? Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm along with the communist nation over there. I'm I'm going with the Eagles. Fred? <laughs> Listen, man. They have beaten the Chargers, Pats, Giants, Broncos, Panthers. The Dolphins. The Eagles just lost. We have to go with the Eagles at home against the Dolphins. And it's chilly up there. So yeah, let's go. Look at Jason. The Dolphins, the Dolphins <laughs> through last year. That's not that means nothing. Um, so yeah, we uh just the only person to agree with me was Jordan this week. He likes America's team as well. It's gonna be a tough game, obviously. I think hopefully for us that'll be there. Um, it might be an offensive shootout, fun game to watch. That's what really what I'm hoping for. Um, it's going to be a tough game for us, but, you know, we'll see. We need to be tested um, and see if we can pull this puppy out and see where we're at. But I like America's team to win it this week. Let's go to the Monday Nighter 49ers. The 49ers lead the series, or excuse me, at the Vikings. 49ers lead the series 25-23-1. 49ers have won two in a row. Um, last time they played was in 2021, oh. 30, they won 34 to 26. The over under is 44 and the 49ers are favored by seven. Justin, who do you like? Uh, who do you think I like? Who do you think I like? <laughs> who do you think I like? Even if the 49ers were 0-6 right now, who do you think I like? <laughs> the Vikings. The okay, I guess he likes the Niners. <laughs> Justin, who do you like? Uh, we're going with the 49ers. Um. Yeah, bounce back game. Let's go. Vikings is shit. Greg? 
I agree with the panel, man. If they could be 0-6, the yo, Minnesota looks bad, bro. Like, jeez. And I don't care. Shanahan's a great coach. They can put anybody in that back trade. They're gonna they got this. It don't matter. Niners. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I debated actually on this. I was like, could this be an upset? But and then I was like, Yeah, no, that's not even gonna happen at all. 49ers all day. Um, in this one, I'm not lone wolf in that and being silly. All right, we got a couple of things in the mailbag, so let's pull that out before we hear from my boy Fantasy G. You've got mail. All right, let's start right. Let's just start right there with Justin. All right, let's go with this one. Stroud and clear. He wants to know Brock Purdy at Minnesota or Sam Howell at the Giants. Going to test your loyalty here. Yeah, no, this is a good one. I I love this one. Um, you know what? If you had a super flex, I'd put them both in. But since <laughs> you only have to pick one slot, I will say this: Brock Purdy with a limited CMC. You're going to be going a lot to Brandon IU this week. I think it's going to be another big week. I think it's going to be a week that replicates the Steelers week, where it was two tutties and 100-plus yards. Love this week for Brock Purdy and Brandon IU. I like it. Fred, how about Tua and a half men, Deshaun Watson at Indianapolis, or Matt Stafford versus the Steelers? I just spoke about uh, the Steelers and Matt Stafford. I think I think with Cooper Cup back, uh, all of a sudden there's a clicking. I, I – I, I just think I, I just think today they're gonna have a really good game at home. Um, this all Watson's just coming back from injury, so let's go with Matt Stafford. All right, let's go. Fi- let's go uh, visit Grandma at the over at the Mingo Hall. Um, Greg uh, Baker Mayfield versus Atlanta or Kirk Cousins versus San Francisco. Dang, you're going against two stout defenses, man. Because Atlanta, like Jason said earlier, their their defense is pretty stout. You, what's on the waiver wire for you, bro? You can't find something. If I had to choose, I'm going with Baker. Because Baker, can, he's running the ball. He can run, break out the pocket. May fall into the end zone on the goal line carry. But Cousins, man, you know he's an interception that's waiting to happen against that San Fran defense. So I'm going to go with Baker. All right. I like it. Let's go to Justin. Two footballs, one cup. Jonathan Taylor versus Cleveland or Alexander Madison versus Really? <laughs> really? You have to, you got to, really? Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> well, I think the logical choice here is Jonathan Taylor for sure. I mean, you go Alexander Madison. You know, he, the only thing you got going for him is that he doesn't share a backfield with Zach Moss, which a year ago you would have been like, who the fuck cares? But I guess this year people do because Zach Moss is absolutely killing it. Either way, you're running into two buzzsaws of defense. At least with Jonathan Taylor, he's got a good line behind him or a good line in front of him, and you know this guy is going to be somebody who can fall into the end zone. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Alexander Mass is going to get chewed up against the 49ers. I'll Ooh. tell you that. Nice. Dre Greenlaw is back. He's coming for that ass. All right, let's go to Devontae has no Adams apple for uh, Fred. Keontae Egram at Seattle or A.J. Dillon at Denver? I'm gonna go with AJ Dillon. I was I was I was looking at the uh, another show this morning, and they were talking about the Green Bay running backs are a must start today, no matter who it is. And I kind of agree because uh, I don't know Denver's just giving up way too many points. They stink, man. They really stink. Yeah, they're really not a very good defense at all. Greg, let's go to Josh's new digs. Got Zach Evans versus Pittsburgh or Najee Harris versus the Rams. 
Well, word out of L.A. is that a Royce Freeman and Darryl Henderson are going to get the majority of the carries for the Rams today, and Zach Evans will be backing up both of them. So by default, it would be Najee Harris because he'll he's still the guy in the backfield with Warren nipping at his heels, but Zach Evans is backing up two running backs that's pretty solid. So I'm going to go with Najee. I like it. Justin beats by DeAndre. Curtis Samuel at the Giants or Josh Reynolds at Baltimore? Curtis Samuel at the Giants all day long. Uh, Curtis Samuel has gotten three touchdowns in the past four games. He's been absolutely killing it as far as getting target shares. The, Deshaun, or uh, not Deshaun, uh, Jahan Dotson has been absent. And in his absence, and I don't mean like absent, absent, I mean like they have not been throwing him the football absent. So he's been non existent to Sam Howe. In that absence, Chris, or Curtis Samuel has been taking over those uh, targets. Look for that to happen again this week. Uh, Curtis Samuel smash start this week. Fred, let's go Bateman and Robin. KJ Osborne at San Fran or Josh Downs versus the Browns. Oh, my God. <laughs> Josh Downs. You know, these, these, these guys, they've been asking some, some questions about some tough defenses, man. But I, I still, I'm going to ride with KJ Osborne, man. I mean, he's the only receiver there. I mean, I mean, you got to keep up with San Francisco. And who else uh, is uh, Cousins going to throw to? Let's go KJ Osborne. Yeah. Well, a lot of buys this week, you know, put a lot of people in some peril, you know, having to go against That's some of these tough matchups. So. <laughs> Let's go to Baby God Dak. Romeo Dobbs at Denver or Gabe Davis at the Patriots? Speaking of uh, matchups, what do you think, Greg? I think you can't lose either one, to be honest with you, because Gabe has been, like Justin said earlier, been playing out of his mind this year, especially in PPR. And Denver's defense is trash, man. It's just, it's just. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go with Gabe. I'm gonna go with Gabe Davis. All right, I like, I, I like you. I like you. I like you. Um, let's go to Justin. Staff me in the back. It says it's one flex. Tyler Lockett versus Arizona. Chris Godwin versus Atlanta, or Zach Moss versus Cleveland. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to take Zach Moss out of that. I know I just talked him up, but I like Tyler Lockett or Godwin just a lot better in their matchups. Um, I'll probably end up going Lockett because, you know, this has got to be a week where if DK really is truly injured, I'm going to take a hit on the DFS. But at the end of the day, Lockett's going to freaking take a, you know, massive target jump. So I'll go with uh, Tyler Lockett this week. Well, usually when I wake up on Sundays, Fred's always late, and I'm like, come on, man. Give me one flex out of here. Gus Edwards versus Detroit. Darren Waller versus the Commanders or Deonta Foreman versus the Raiders. Fred stuck. <laughs> I really am because there's a little bit to like and hate about each one of these dudes, man. Um, listen, I picked the Giants to win today. I really think they're the upset pick of the week, and I and I really think they're going to win. And I, I, I'm going to go with Waller, even though uh, he, they held him on that Buffalo touchdown. I, I think he scores today, and I think he has a good day. Greg tells his kids always to eat their Russell Sprouts. Give me one flex out of here. Cole Komet versus the Raiders, Latavius Murray at the uh, Patriots, or Jaden Reed at Denver. Well, no commit because that's Fields' you know, favorite target and Fields is not playing. <sighs> I'm going to say Latavius, man. Sneakily, he's been getting the goal line carries in Buffalo. Um, Cook has just been working between you know the 20-yard line, and 
I don't know why they. I, I wish they give Cook more the ball more, but they don't. But Latavius, he can fall into the end zone. I'm gonna go with Latavius Murray. Latavius uh, Murray, he says. All right, well, we appreciate all of you sending in those lineup questions and tuning in today. Make sure you hit that subscribe, like button, all that kind of good stuff. But right now, it's Sunday morning. I haven't been to church yet, so let's all put our hands together and pray. It is time for a visit from Fantasy Jesus. I'm here to save your fantasy rosters. Welcome in, everybody, for the Week 7 Fantasy Jesus DFS Picks of the Week. Let's get it going at QB. It's going to be Jordan Love. We love to see it. Anytime a quarterback's going up against the Denver Broncos because they are terrible against every position this year. Put Jordan Love in as your DFS pick of the week for QBs. On to running backs. Let's go with Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco has slowly been taking over all of the snaps for this uh, Kansas City Chiefs offense. Last week he had six receptions, a career high for him. He's also got three touchdowns in the past four games. Loving the matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers. Isaiah Pacheco is your running back. At wide receiver, we got Josh Palmer in the same game. Josh Palmer has had 12 points a game since coming in for Mike Williams. And right now on DFS, on DraftKings, he's sitting at 4,800. Now I'll take 12 points a game every single day from my FX play, especially if it allows me to go get some bigger and better buys. Put Josh Palmer in as your flex play at the wide receiver. Then we got Michael Mayer. Talk about a value. 2,700. Last week he came on hard, putting up five catches for 75 yards. This week with Jimmy Garoppolo out, Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell. Look for Michael Mayer to get more involved in this offense. And Fantasy Jesus is calling it from the heavens. Michael Mayer's first touchdown of the week is coming this week. And finally, we're going to finish it up with the Las Vegas Raiders defense against the Chicago Bears. Four takeaways in the last two weeks and sacks on sacks on sacks for Max Crosby. This week, the Bears have no Justin Fields and they've got no shot against that Oakland or that Las Vegas Raiders defense. That's been Fantasy Jesus' five DFS picks for the week. May your lineup be blessed. I'm not sure who to start this week. Trust in your savior. Trust in your savior. Uh, we go, I got a question. They wanted somebody's really down on running backs. <laughs> There's only two people you can pick up Hill at Detroit or Henderson at Pittsburgh. Henderson. Yeah, I would say Henderson too. Tell them to watch the show. Right. Agreed. Watch the show. Get your fantasy. <laughs> Go hit our rankings up as well. You don't give well. off good advice over here, Freddie. Well, like I said, stay <laughs> on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. You got Wake and Rake coming up next. Uh, later on, you got True Serum also as well. Going to do some starts and sits. Lots of great content all over our channel. So just make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all that great stuff. We appreciate it. Good luck in week seven. We'll see you on Tuesday. And we... All right, I'm about to hit the Italian market up and go motherfucking dolphins.